So we were talking about fornication. Um, and how sending God, sending them away is the greater offense. The Holy Spirit is the only seal that we have for salvation. If we grieve the Holy Spirit, the Bible says we grieve not the Spirit of God, whereby we are sealed into the day of redemption. Unless we're sealed with the Holy Spirit, we have nothing. The Holy Spirit is 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 the only is the only stamp that God will approve in the end when it's done. That's it. Only the Holy Spirit. And if we break that seal and if we go our own way and do our own thing, there'll be consequences. So why man? I was thinking about the old wine skins and new wine. God, I was thinking of both both instances. God put old wine skin, old new wine into old wine skins. When when you think about Abraham, Abraham was idolater. Abraham was a sinner, and God came and made him a covenant, made him a promise. He knew how to do it. You see how how that promise came to pass do you see how that promise came to pass he showed up told him to leave his home leave his area because he's going to do something great abraham does it shows up again a little later with a couple promises you see it was it was done in um in a methodical way and he was able to carry that out and then I thought, you know, the Bible talks about how when we take on new wine and old wine skins, that the old wine will expand and break the, the, the wine skin and the spirit will spill. There is an example of that actually happening. There is a physical example of that spiritual thing of that spiritual uh, parable that 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 Jesus was talking about. When you think about Judas and how I, I've always wondered why did the, the Bible describe Judas death that way? Judas was an old wineskin with new wine in it. When he fell after hanging himself, he burst out. It was exactly what happened. Jesus was telling them what was going to happen if they take on the Holy Spirit. It was a different transition. Listen, in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God would come on people, come on them. Right. And if they if he didn't change, if Judas was unwilling to have that heart change, since he did not have that heart change throughout the, the, the however many years, because Jesus did ministry publicly for three years. And I don't know when Judas decided to come on. Maybe he was about the whole three years. But the whole time he was with Jesus, he was stealing the entire time. Throughout every message, throughout all the miracles, throughout the feeding of the 5,000, he did these in, in his presence. So maybe Judas would think, man, I don't got to steal. He's providing for me. Man, twice he fed 4,000 and 5,000, I believe, or 3,000 and 5,000. And I don't need to steal. I can. He got provided. He trusts me with the money bag. Man, that's a good, de decent position. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm a... I'm a man that's been trusted, but no, he used it as an opportunity to continue his theft, to continue to get what he thought was good for him because he didn't really want to trust that God got him. There was no shifting. 
there was no turning. He got the, the, the new wine was there being poured out on all of the disciples. Yet Judas was not shifting into a new wine, a wine skin able to handle the expanding. Jesus con constantly did greater and greater and greater and greater miracles in his presence. And then when he decided to betray him, making him become the scapegoat whereby which the entire mankind entire mankind all men on the planet from the beginning of time till the end of time that was the 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 tip because he couldn't take no more that was it too much wine was going to be poured out he had to have been exploded because he wasn't shifting when we shift and obey the commandments of God and follow God and God's path God changes us into new wine new wine new bottles that's why sometimes it seems like God takes forever to, uh, to to fulfill his promises. Yeah, because if he just showed up and and make a promise and then give it to you quick after you wouldn't know what to do with it. It would destroy you. You would receive the blessing, mishandle it, mistreat it. You wouldn't have the right heart. Then you have to be cursed just like Judas who was in the presence of God, received the blessings of God, had the power of God, operated in the ministry of God and did not change. He could not handle it. He mishandled it and it destroyed him. His decisions destroyed him. So what kind of people do we got to be? Because we want to we wanna be the type of people like Abraham. Three types of people I want to talk about. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are, are, are mentioned for a reason. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They're still alive. He's the God of the living and not the dead. Abraham was the beginning. He was a forerunner. He was a, a trailblazer. You know, everything that 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 Abraham experienced was new. He was brought from the foreign land into a new land and everything he did was new covenant, new, you know, uh, how God expanded him, new, blessed him and prospered him. That was new. It was different. Then you got Jacob, the fulfiller of the promise. He expanded that promise. His, his son became 12 sons. He himself bore 12 sons who became the 12 tribes. And through the 12 tribes, the promises began to explode and expand. And Israel became a nation. And then you got people like Isaac. There's a reason why God has Isaac in there. I don't know if Isaac was a bad guy. I don't think he was a bad guy. But he really didn't operate on the level he could, I would say. More so, Isaac was more so a transporter or a vehicle to transport the blessing to Jason, Jacob. It's like you were only used, I mean, in the, in the few chapters that they had, I mean, okay, yeah, he had Esau and Jacob and then he favored Esau and then he just passed the blessing on to Jacob. There's really nothing as spectacular. You listen to, you read the book of Abraham and it's a spectacular uh, uh, relationship with God. It's spectacular. Isaac, uh, okay, you know, I don't know. <laughs> what spectacular happened in, in you know is recorded in 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 Isaac's lifetime okay yeah he got Rebecca and she was beautiful okay all right and then what it's like okay what did you do though <laughs> 
or it, it seemed like you were just a vehicle. You carried the promise to the next man. And, you know, lest that be the will of God for your life, lest that be the reason why you were born. It doesn't seem like a uh, high calling. Yeah, that's the way I've said we want God to work in and through us and in our lives in a miraculous way. That doesn't seem very miraculous unless that's the miracle God wants you to do. I don't know. But to me, it doesn't seem very miraculous to just be the vehicle. It doesn't seem to be unless I'm wrong. Lord, correct me. This is spoken out of ignorance if I am wrong. But it doesn't seem to be very like it, that's that's the that's a high calling of the 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 true. Not saying that Isaac wasn't a true son of God. He was. But man, <laughs> to be the ball passer, the guy is important. Because we need somebody to throw the ball to so you can get it to the guy who's going to do the, the thing. But come on. <laughs> All right. So we don't want to be fornicators, only looking for God to the good stuff. We want to be covenant makers with God, that every conversation with God is intentional. Everything we do with God is intentional. I'm going to intentionally live my life to be prepared for what he has for me. I'm going to intentionally turn my TV off, intentionally turn my phone down, intentionally not, not look and watch or do this right here because I want to be where God is. And if we're not where God is, when God moves, we miss out. This is how we become left field. People who are making their own blueprints, people who are making their own maps, they start out walking with God and they start to feel the flow that God is doing stuff. And then they start dotting off and they started lagging behind and then God shifts and moves and they don't move with him. Now he shifts and moves again and now they're lost. You don't want to be left field. You don't want to be caught guessing. You don't want to be caught trying to figure out. You don't want to be caught being presumptuous because that will mess you up. That will mess you up. Get under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. He knows what you need. He knows where you are. He knows where you're going. He knows how to get you out of your circumstance. The, the, the thing is that, that people who go through things, they're not uniquely special people going through a uniquely special situation that only... Uh, they're going through by themselves. Listen, I always find myself saying this to myself. There are people who have gone through the same situation that I'm going through. And there are people who have succeeded. And then there are people who have failed. What did the people do that succeeded that are in the same situation? I got to do what they did. And that's what the Bible is for. Look at how this guy lived. God liked that. Let me live like this guy. Look at what that guy did. God did not like that. Let me not do those things. Let me not have God upset and curse me or come and cut me off or say this about me or label me as this or seal me in that mindset. There are ways and people God gave us an example. That's why it says the great cloud of witnesses, not just people in the Bible. There are people that we know today. There are people that we know in our lifetime. There are people that we can look at and say, this is a good person. God is on this man. God is blessing this person. He's, he's answering prayers. He's, he's He's living a life that is uh, that, that, that God is pleased for. This is what I'm going to do. Or that guy right there seems like he got issues. I'm not going to live like that. So let us.
strive to be the kind of people that God wants us to be and make commitments and not fornicate and think that that is okay because it isn't. God bless.